Good evening and God's richest blessing. Be welcome also for this hour in which we can be again together in the presence of our Lord. We thank the Lord that he has given us grace that we can be here. We sing the song from this booklet here. What a friend we have in Jesus. Number five. What a friend we have in Jesus. Number five. We thank the Lord that we can tune in with this songwriter and we can also say as written here in the third stanza do thy friends despise forsake thee take it to the Lord in prayer 
In his arms he'll take and shield thee. For this we are thankful to our Lord, that we have in him, we have in him, he became for us king, priest and prophet, he became for us. He is ruling. He intercedes for us. He speaks also to us. And for this, we are very grateful to the Lord that all of us, we can come to Him and so that He can receive us. May the Lord give us grace that we can speak together with the Apostle Paul As the Apostle wrote it to the Romans in chapter 10, Romans chapter 10, I read from verse 8b, Romans 8, Romans 10, 8b, The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. This is so. Everyone who puts his trust into him, not unto onto something, or not onto himself, or on some statements, no, but putting his trust into him, he shall not be ashamed. He, the king, priest, and prophet, he doesn't forsake us. We thank him that we can look up to him that we can believe with our heart for righteousness. Not our righteousness, but the faith brings us unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made that we are saved in Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise and thanks be unto Him. May the Lord give us grace that we put our trust into Him because then we will not be ashamed. Let us stand up. Let us thank the Lord together. Heavenly Father, we are coming to you in this hour and we say thanks to you for your grace and faithfulness. God in heaven, we thank thee that you have carried us up to this day that you have given us again the opportunity to come together. O God in heaven, I ask you, speak to us through thy word. Give grace, Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, give us instructions that we can obey you. Give us grace. That we can believe with all our heart. That we made confession with our mouth then will not be put to shame. We thank Thee that we can come to You. We thank Thee that we can look up to You. We thank Thee 
that you have become our king, high priest, that you spoke to us as a prophet through that word. Give us grace also tonight. Lord, we are gathered. Here we are in your presence. Oh Lord, give us grace to listen. Give us grace to receive. Give us grace to believe and to praise you, you faithful God. To you alone be the honor, praise and the thanks in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Brother Frank, please. Please, the choir again. Where is the choir leader? Come. Then let us sing a chorus in the meantime. Let us sing a chorus in the meantime. Who says a chorus of you? Pardon? This is the day. Let us sing. This is the day. Why?
Of course, we have sung, we have tuned in with all our hearts, only believe, only believe. All things are possible, only believe. And we were reading it, and we heard it. With the heart, we believe. And with the mouth, we confess that, what we believe. And then, God confirms His precious and holy word. Also, I would like to welcome all of you in the precious name of our Lord. We are, of course, gathered from all over Europe and from other countries of the world. And we are also joined with many in Europe who are now listening and who are perhaps also watching and then also joined with all, all over the world. Even in Osaka, in Japan, today, they are listening, they are watching, and in all the countries, we are very, very grateful to God for it. Also for that, that the services are transmitted in various languages, so that all the world can hear and see. In particular, we greet from this place also all our friends, especially, of course, in South America and there from Chile up to Caracas and from Sao Paulo up to Mexico. Also there, they are listening and are experiencing we also thank God for all the translators into the various languages so that the whole world in the main languages can be looked after and so that the people of the Lord can be called out. We are, of course, at the beginning of the year and Perhaps we are asking ourselves the question, what will this year bring unto us? And there we have the confidence, although I don't know the way, you know him well. <coughs> we know him who knows the future. And we also would like that all who are here today for the first time would like to say them, we put our trust really only in the Lord. We know that the return of Jesus Christ is, has to be very near because of the signs of the time which speak a very clear language. And yet, we remain sober. We redeem the time. It is an evil time. It is a precious time. And it becomes more expensive. Nothing gets cheaper anymore. Just the opposite. The scripture foretold it in the German language. 
Perhaps I would, should like to mention our brothers, Brother Graf, he phoned, he's greeting all of you. Our brothers from Nairobi, they phoned, from other countries of Africa, Dr. Mbie phoned, and shall I mention all the countries? Brother Wallström phoned. Sometimes it can happen that some are mentioned and others are not mentioned. And then, this is also not right. <laughs> but all should know that we are joined with them and with the Lord. I've mentioned it already in Zurich. And also here in a meeting I mentioned it, we are looking back to a very, very blessed year, 2007, a year which has brought much fruit in the kingdom of God. Many souls were saved. And many have come to the knowledge of the truth. I let out of my flights from the last two years, which were made from this place here into all the world. I didn't count all the flights within a continent or within a country, only all the flights which were made from this place into all the world, mainly with the three airlines, and hold fast your seats. It were all together 167 flights up and down, up and down, 167 times, and altogether 288,000 flight miles. Then you, of course, can imagine how long Brother Frank was in the air and could redeem the time and listening to the sermons of Brother Brenham or reading or preparing manuscripts or reading in the Holy Scripture. In any case, we are really looking back to a year or to the last two years which, which I didn't have yet in such a way. Then I remember all my brothers who are also on their ways for the Lord. Our brothers from Brussels, from Paris, from Orléans, and all the brothers who also are on their ways to carry the word of the Lord. I just saw now Brother Helmut Miskis is also here. And just recently I looked at the pictures how thousands were coming together to hear the word of God also in Brazil. We are just so grateful to God with all our hearts. Rejoice, rejoice with us who we carry 
the precious seed and who can give the calling out by the proclamation of the last message. Not just briefly concerning the politically events and also the religious events. We all have understood that the end time is really here. Here we have photos Pope and Mr. Blair who is now who shall now be the mediator between the Jews and between the Arabs. And, of course, he had to become a Catholic to have such a high task. He wanted to do it since 1995, and now it is so far. By the way, next year, he shall be the first European president for the first two and a half years. So, Some things are happening right now. Then we have the news from Israel, which uh, affects us very much. Jerusalem shall be divided again, which was which came under the Israeli rule on, since 1967. And the President Olmert is giving up because of the pressure of the USA. Let us just pray for Israel and also for the government. Many things are happening as it is written. One just has to read Zechariah 12 and Zechariah 14. And then one sees what is what has to happen there. Then we have the most bad thing what is happening in our country, namely the female theology, as I want to formulate it. And it's really so far that so many she pastors and also the she bishops, all of them, they want to have the ruling now. And if then things about, especially in the articles where 42 women and 10 men have translated the Bible new and such people, especially the women of course, they were writing the sentence, how can a male redeemer have redeemed us women. It's really, it goes really beyond every measure which one could understand. It's just, it, it just goes too far. Too far it goes. The godlessness has taken over and as Bro Brother Brenham has seen it very clearly that the women would come into the governments and would have to say so. And that's how it is happening in our country. We are very sorrowful. We are very grieved on one side. On the other side, it, of course, has to happen in such a way. Our Lord and God 
is just addressed to them as a female God, not male. Because God for the women is female. It has to be female. So, they are addressing him as female. I say once again, how far do the people want to go to make the measure of sin and lawlessness full? The falling away was of course announced. And with this we have to just live. But that it takes such measurements, this we really we didn't uh, calculate, we didn't count on. Here we have greetings from Lima, Peru. Here I have greetings from Ghana. Here I have then greetings from Bucharest. Here I have greetings from Italy, from Palermo. Here greetings once again from Italy from brother Etienne Genton and then once again greetings in the Spanish language all are greeting us brothers and sisters a new day broke forth for us a day as I said already the first weekend in this year What happened in the past year, we received thankfully all the many meetings and then also the circular letters and the literature in the various languages. Of course, it left traces of blessings. Also for this we are grateful that from seen from God, Without taking any side, we put the Bible truths and the message, we can, give, we can pass them on as it was left to us. Here, we have at the New Year's Eve, we were reading the word from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And here we read, For as the body is one and has many members, verse 12, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Christ is the head of the church and we are members among one another. I was referring to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. One, of course, has to read the whole chapter to know how the details are described to us and how they are shown to us in their function, how all the members on the body of the Lord are helping each other. Not one member can say to the other member, I don't need you. Everyone needs everyone. And the body of the Lord, the body of the Lord is only then complete if all members are one 
and in unity. Then we were reading from Matthew chapter 12. I just want to be referred to it very briefly to show us the importance that we as the church really are becoming one heart and one soul so that the Lord can come to His right with all of us and in us. Matthew chapter 12 verse 25 Matthew 12 verse 25 And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. This we all understand. No marriage, no family, no house, no church, which becomes uh, not one, can stand. And God wants all who belong to His church, He wants to bring them into the divine order so that the divine order of marriage finds its place, so that the family finds its place, so that the church finds its place, so that we all are coming into the divine order. So, once again, no city, no house divided against itself shall stand. Our Lord was praying for the unity of the church. John 17 is the most important chapter in the epistles of John the unity of the church of Jesus Christ one with the head all the members united with the body and united with one another then it says in Matthew 12 verse 30 he that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Also this, also this is very understandable. Even our Lord, at that time he had to say, whoever is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me, he scattereth. The same it is today in the church. And therefore, the unity is the condition for the last and mighty revival before the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. I read once again, He that is not with me is against me. In between, there is nothing. The one 
or the other. Either we believe or we believe not. Obey or obey not. He that gathereth not with me scattereth. May God give grace that we in, that we in, that we step in for our Lord and that we step in for one another that really the divine love can can have the triumph in all of us then we have the two verses 35 and perhaps 36 a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. The moment is here where we have to bridle our tongue, where we really are only saying these things which serves for the edification of the church. Nothing, receiving nothing, what is being said about somebody, except the, that man is present and can listen and can take position to it. But, as written here, please, take it to heart. A good man, a man in whom the Lord dwells will bring forth of the good treasure of the heart good things. I'm very honest. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how it should be done to, to bring forth evil from a good heart. It doesn't fit. It's impossible. Either we are born again unto a living hope and have, a new, have received a new heart. Just recently, I heard of our precious sister. What's the... <laughs> I got a present. Some of us older people They know the little brochure with a mirror of the heart. And then the heart is shown from the unbeliever. What kind of things are in it? Then all the characteristics from Galatians 5 are listed. What is in an evil heart? And what, what then comes forth from the mouth? And then in a second picture is shown, also Galatians 5, what is in a good heart and what then comes forth. So, make the tree good and then he brings forth good fruits. Make him uh, corrupt, then he brings forth corrupt fruits. And in verse 36 it says, But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. And now comes 
a statement which is very important. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. That what our mouth speaketh of words of judgments or something about others, this will be our judgment on that day. So, let us be watchful. Let us give honor to God. And really, let us take care everybody according to his part so that we serve one another for the edification and for the unity of the church. I don't know whether I will be misunderstood. Most probably yes. But just of them who are who have perhaps still problems in their hearts to understand the sincerity of a brother Brenham. You all know, and I say it here very freely and openly here, brother Brenham had the most had to walk the most difficult way which one can imagine. And to all what happened to him in the spiritual realm came then also the accusation at the receiver of revenue so that he had to have to do five years with the examinations of the receiver of revenue and so forth. And because Brother Brenham told me this personally, therefore I know it. Now, in this trouble, when he saw that it was a previous manager who was accusing him, and there was big trouble in the church, then he had it on his heart as such a great man of God. He had it on his heart. Yes, God confirmed the word. That's right. But God also confirmed that this man carries his word. Do you understand this? The confirmation of the word is one thing. But God also confirmed the man who carried the word. And God didn't want that something is erected as, a, as an obstacle. And then he made, he expected a vow of his followers. And I saw it, I brought it with me, handwritten of him. That's the vow. I promise, I promise to support the Brenham Tabernacle. The house of God was called Branham Tabernacle. I promise, in all their programs, through their pastor, William Branham, to support it. All the programs. This is the first sentence. The second sentence, I promise to say nothing against Brother Branham, neither to say something against any of his programs and I will correct anyone who does something like that. 
It was just necessary. It became necessary. And we must understand, in the ministry of Brother Brenham was, of course, the supernatural gift at work. And just imagine, there are sitting people in, the, in his own church who are, who, who are who have something against this man or against his ministry or have to discuss something about it. Also he, he needed the unity in the spirit, the unity in the church. He needed a church which stands at his side, which stands behind him. And then he really, he also said it in the third passage, I will stand to him as he stands to God. And we transferred this to us. And also today, I want to transfer this to all the brothers who have taken responsibility to preach the divine message. You shall know we stand to you in all the languages, in all peoples and nations. We stand behind the brothers who carry the word of God. As Brother Branham formulated it here. Then I took three scriptures to it, perhaps four. In Romans chapter 14, it says in verse 13 to 23, I just read briefly, Romans 14, from verse 13, Romans 14, verse 13, let me just look it up. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Do we agree with this? Just starting to be here for the Lord and for one another. Romans 15, verse 1 to 6. Actually, all of it, but I just read the beginning. Romans 15. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Not to judge them, but to bear the infirmities of those who are not so strong. And this with all our hearts. Romans 15, verse 7. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Receive one another as everybody is. That's how we receive everyone. The renewing can only God give. Only God can give. We can only be available for Him. Then, First Peter, chapter three, and here 
We can read what really was upon the heart of the Apostle so that the believers reach the goal and among one another are gathered in unity. First Peter chapter 3 and here we read from verse 8 Please, let us take it to heart. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, tender-hearted, be cautious. Do we agree with it? Let us ask God that it becomes like this with us. Finally, finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren, tender-hearted, be cautious. Then comes the admonition. Not rendering evil for evil, or railing for railing, but contrarywise, blessing, blessing, knowing that ye are there unto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. Only he who can bless will inherit a blessing. It's just very important. There are certain rules which God erected. He told Abraham, I will bless thee, and thou shalt be a blessing. That ye should inherit a blessing. We all want blessing. So, bless first. Bless your brother first. Bless your sister. Wish them all the good things. And then it comes also upon you. Verse 10. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. We think here on psalm words. Who shall dwell on the holy mount? Who shall be a guest at the Lord God? Let us take heed that our lips are not speaking guile. But if they speak, let them say the truth. Verse 11. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. Very important words. And then, verse 12, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord, the eyes of the Lord are, are, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Not self-righteous, but righteous by faith, by grace. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Let us come to the word 
which touched my heart really at the year's end and, and also at the 24th of December. It was told me, per email, it was sent to me, this word, from Joshua, chapter 1. Never, never I received such wish, wishes of blessing to my birthday as in the last December. And time and again, and time and again, Joshua 1, Joshua 1, almost of all the continents. And here, especially verse 3, verse 5, Joshua 1, verse 3, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. These were the words of the Lord addressed to Joshua. Verse 5, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Especially as I was with Moses, I will be with thee. It was the same commission, the same commission, the same people of God of what it was all about. Moses, the calling, the leading out, and the Joshua, the leading in, the going in. Both was in the program, in the plan of salvation of our God. For the sake of His Word, God had to be with Joshua just as He was with Moses. Moses received the Word verbally. He wrote it down and it was laid into the Ark of the Covenant. And Joshua commanded that the Ark of the Covenant is carried upon the shoulders of the priests. And by the, that's how it happened. The Jordan was divided just as the Red Sea divided before. Here the people went through at the going out and there at the going in. And God was with Moses and God was with Joshua. Then it says here, in verse 9, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Joshua had no choice. He was a part of the divine plan of salvation. And he was carrying out what God commanded, what God decided. 
What spoke to me the most is verse 13 and verse 15. Let us go into it briefly. Joshua chapter 1, verse 13 and 15. Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you saying, The Lord your God has given you rest and has given you this land. Just for your information now, the two and a half tribes were in the eastern Jordan country. They settled there already. They reached their destination. They could settle. And then came the tasks for the rest of the tribes and for, the, for all the others who were on the other side, on the west side of the Jordan River. Listen, listen closely. Verse 13, the last part. The Lord, your God, has given you rest and has given you this land. And then, second part, from verse 14. But ye shall pass before your brethren armed, all the mighty men of Valure and help them and help them. And then comes the question until when and help them. Verse 15 until the Lord have given your brethren rest as he has given you. This really spoke to me tremendously. Wives and children were left behind. But the men of battle, they together with the other tribes, they should cross the river Jordan and they should experience until every tribe has inherited, has possessed his area, his region, until every tribe has reached its goal, its rest. And you can read it in the prophet Ezekiel 47 and 48, how God divided the land into all the tribes, how he decided, appointed the borders. The message is here, you who have reached already the rest, you who are already there where God wanted to have you, you have settled. But what is with your brothers? What is with the rest of the tribes? So be armed, go with us until the last tribe, until all have reached the goal, the rest. I like the word goal 
Paul also used it the, in Philippians, in chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3. Here Paul spoke of the goal, Philippians 3, actually from verse 12 up to 16. Let me just read, just briefly. Philippians 3, from verse 12. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. This is the point of starting. Are you, precious brother and sister, uh, have you been apprehended by God? Could the Spirit of God work in you? Could He lead you to repentance? Have you experienced your conversion? Have you already possessed the land? which was promised to us. Paul, a very humble man of God, he says, not as though I had already attained. But then in verse 13, he says it once again, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. There I would like to ask God for grace to give it also to me in such a way, to let everything behind what is behind me or behind us and reaching toward the mark. It is a goal which we have. Be honest. If we would not, not have a goal, we would, not, we would not be here today. It is about the divine goal which we want to reach for, without compromise. Then in verse 14, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So, the mark, the goal before our eyes, not all the bad things, Brothers and sisters, we have to count with it that our trials, our trials and tests will increase still. That the misunderstandings, everything what the enemy can offer, this will, he will do it. He will offer it to us. But we're not only singing Jesus is the victor. We believe it out of conviction that our Lord that our Lord on the cross of Calvary has won the victory for us. And we believe that His victory has become also our victory. But our faith, our faith has to be anchored in the Word so that it doesn't uh, stagger. 
And this was said in Romans 8, very clearly. Romans 8. Romans 8. Here one should actually read from verse 28. Reading until one reaches verse 39. But let us here just read the beginning. Namely, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Are you called? Are you called? Then all things work, will work together for good to you. Verse 29, and here our faith rests, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. What do we want more? What do we want more? For whom he did for no, them he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. To this we say, Amen. This is the high calling which has come into our lives. Then verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. God made a full work of redemption. It is a finished work of redemption which God has given us by His grace. And then it says in verse 33, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Here one could go to Romans 4, to Romans 5, justified by the blood. The blood of the Lamb has been shed so that we might receive forgiveness, redemption, grace and salvation with God and that we, by the power of the redemption receive eternal life by grace, namely by faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord. In verse 39 is the crowning of that what Paul lined out here. Verse 39, Romans 8, No height, no depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
Nothing and nobody can separate us from the love of God, which there is in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's impossible, and we are very grateful to God for it. Then we have in Ephesians just this, this wonderful thoughts which speak to us very deeply. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 13. But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Not will be someday. You are already. You are already. Nigh. And then verse 14. For he is our peace. He who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances. For to make in himself of the two one new man as a peacemaker. Here we have now the insight into that, what happens with a man who found peace with God. The enmity is abolished. The sin is covered. Reconciliation with God has taken place. And now, something very special thing takes place. This one man becomes a new man as a peacemaker being transferred, transformed as a peacemaker. There's no true believer who would cause unrest with his tongue, who would have the, the purpose, who would like who would like to sow unrest. No, this is impossible. A man who is born of God, who has received new divine life, has by this the nature and characteristic of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He received it into him. And as he was, so we are also in this world. He, hear it again. In his person, in himself, <coughs> it would be enough to say one new man. But it's written to one single. So there are not two things which, which are next to each other, but one single new man as a peacemaker. This is the work of God in the redeemed by the new birth, by the new birth. 
which the Spirit of God works in us. Then verse 16, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. There's no enmity. It is impossible that God's children would erect enmity or would nourish enmity. It's impossible. This is absolutely impossible. God made us, He transformed us unto a peacemaker. And everywhere where we come, we should wish to the people and to the houses peace. In Ephesians chapter 5, we are told what we shall do, namely, to put off the old man. Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 22, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to to the deceitful lusts, putting off, putting off, in verse 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. These are sons and daughters of God, men, people whom God pardoned, people on whom the word, the spirit and the blood could accomplish for what God has given it to us. Not just in Galatians, chapter 4, a word which we heard and read many times at this place. Galatians, chapter 4, verse 28 and 29. Now, only so that we examine ourselves. Now, we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. But as then, he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the Spirit, even so it is now. So, two different sons. The one after the flesh and the other one born after the Spirit. And it's just impossible that a man born of the Spirit could hate or persecute. Coming back now to that, what we read of Joshua, I read in a sermon of Brother Brenham, I looked up the following statement. I'm reading. Let us stand as Joshua and Caleb. Pay attention now. 
This has a spiritual background. Let us stand as Joshua and Caleb, as the promised land is in view. The time is near. Joshua means in Hebrew Savior and show, symbolizes the promised leader in the end time. The church who who takes the who will take the church over. Caleb represents the true believers who stand to Joshua. God started with Israel as a virgin who had his word, but they wanted something else. The same also the church did in the last days. Take heed, pay attention, that God didn't let Israel go on until the time appointed by him has come. Listen, this means something great. Joshua waited until the time, regardless of that, Despite of what people have said, he was waiting patiently. God has given us the promise for the land. Now, we want to go into it. We want to possess the land. Perhaps they might have said, Joshua, how is it with your commission? Have you lost it? Are you already finished? Why don't you do anything? Otherwise, you always have, have had the thus saith the Lord and you recognized the will of God. Why not now? But, but this man, this prophet sent by God, he knew the promise of God. But he also knew that he would have to wait for the promise, waiting for the clear decision of God, waiting for the time. This is, this is extraordinary important. And here Brother Branham says, listen now clearly, closely. Here is a part of what I have written down when I should take the pen. You see, why, have, why I have taken position for that? Do you understand why I am fighting for it? That you are stay away from the denominations and are returning to the true church of God? Do you recognize why, why the church has to come from the word? It cannot come by the wisdom of men, but it must come from the word of God. This is the reason why I am believing the word as it is written. I will not add anything 
and I will not take anything away from it, but I will preach it the way as it is written, walking forward. Now, these passages here, now, brothers, whether you are here or whether you are listening to the tapes, if you don't agree with me, then I would like to pray for you. If I'm wrong, then please pray for me. Now I will read something and I want that you listen carefully. This was given to me when the Spirit of God was speaking. Take your pen and write. Some things I will leave out, but some things I have to tell you now. This is it, what I have to try to say unto you. According to, to the law of reproduction, everything brings forth after its own kind. In these last days, the true bright church is reaching and getting unto the capstone, unto the completion. It will be a blessed church. It will be a blessed generation. While she is reaching and nearing the capstone, they, she will be very in his image so that she can be united with him. They will be one. Through her, the word of the living God will be manifested completely. The de denominations can never bring, bring it forth. They will have their dogmas and creeds which are mixed with the word. And it will be a crossed breed. Now this passage now. The first son was a created one according to the word of God. To him was given a bride. I repeat what the Spirit said and what I have written down. It was a bride through which he could reproduce she fell. The bride was given to him for the reason that she gives him a further son, but she fell by making a crossbreed. Through her, he should reproduce, reproduce. but she fell and she caused it so that he had also to die. To the second son, to the spoken word seed, who is compared with Adam, to him the second Adam was given a bride. But before the marriage supper could take place, she also fell. 
She had a free will as the wife of Adam to decide whether she would believe the word and would live thereby or doubting it and would die. She chose the second. Now just briefly, here Brother Brenham makes the comparison of Adam and Eve, and then of Christ and the church. And we all know the church fell, fallen away from the word. And especially in the Council of Nicaea, which Brother Bram also mentions, everything was changed. All the, every doctrine and dogmas and creeds were introduced. But now, Brother Brenham says here, But God, out of a small group of the true word seed, God will give, call out for Christ a true bride and will bring her to him, a virgin, a virgin of his word, of her, and through her, everything will be fulfilled what is promised in the word for the virgin, which doesn't know any creed. And this is it, what dis- distinguishes us from all the others. Not, a, not one creed, not one tradition, but God's holy word from the first to the last letter. One could read on and on here. Then Brother Bram says here, see what kind of harmony Jesus did nothing than that what was shown to him. It was a perfect harmony, God and Christ. And that's how it will be now with the bride. He shows her the word of life, his word. He shows her and she receives. She doesn't doubt it. And then also, nothing can harm her. Not even death. Because When the seed is planted, then the water and the sun brings it forth to life. Amen. For this, I have a strong hallelujah. Here is the mystery. The word and the mind of Christ is in the bride. By this, she knows what he, according to his word, wants to do. And she does it in his name. She has the thus saith the Lord. Brothers and sisters, God has given us the great privilege to believe as the scripture really says it. Going back to the beginning, making the same experiences as our brothers and sisters made them at the beginning. 
And as they truly, in every revival, in every revival, they were experienced of all true believers, time and again. So, we are ready and we are walking forward. God will do great things. He promised. He has given promises. He will lead to repentance. He will give conversions. He will give new births. He will give renewing. He will equip with the power from on high so that we together can walk forward. One more word which we also read here recently from Luke chapter 19. And this I would like to say in connection with that that we are believing with all our hearts that God has revealed His Word to us and that we really are not interpreting but that we see the clear and true fulfillment of Bible prophecies worldwide and of course especially on Israel and on the church we see it but at that time when our Lord uh, was going into Jerusalem and was riding on the foal of an ass, as written in the prophet Zechariah in chapter 9, verse 9, there, was, there were disciples who could not do otherwise but to praise, to, to tune into praise. And with this, the thought came to me, how often, how often we were presenting the word of God here showing it in its fulfillment and there comes no response and this sometimes it uh, made me sorrowful it grieved me let me read it to you from Luke chapter 19 Luke 19 verse 37 and when he was come nigh even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. We know the, the other side, they were crying out, crucify him! crucify him, but the disciples were so overwhelmed, so excited, and they began, they began, as the whole multitude, they began to praise the Lord and to rejoice. What shall be with us, who we truly, as it was never before on the earth, who we recognized God in His revelation, in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Tell me, when was there a time where the Old and New Testament where, where could be brought upon one common denominator, where the divine harmony in the plan of salvation was shown in such a way, revealed to us in such, such a way. When was it? Never before. 
Probably because Daniel said, seal the book until the end time. Then many will search in it and knowledge will increase. Let me read this verse again with the emphasis that our brothers and sisters, the whole multitude of the disciples, at that time they began to praise because they saw the fulfillment of Bible prophecy from Psalm 118 and Zechariah chapter 9. By grace they could experience and witness it and they started to praise God. How many scriptures and how many Bible prophecies have we already experienced and witnessed? How should not our heart jump over with joy? Let us read it once again. When he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. And then they were singing the, the scripture. In verse 38 they were singing, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Yes, this was the praise of the whole multitude of the disciples who at that time witnessed that the Lord, that the word was fulfilled in him. Brothers and sisters, we don't want to bring something up in our own way, but gratefulness, thankfulness toward God for that, what He has done in us. Just a praise. And here, here's the point now. If you hear that somebody brings already the praise to God, don't be offended. Please don't be offended. Tune in. Thank, thank with. Bless with. Praise with. And if all are praising and blessing, then there's nobody anymore who would be offended, who could somehow... All are tuning in. Let us summarize of what we tried to say here tonight. God comforted Joshua at the beginning of his ministry. He encouraged him that he shall go forward and he has given him the promise as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. We already mentioned it. It was the same plan of God. It was the continuation of that what God started. On one hand, the leading out and now the going in. And for both, God has taken the responsibility in the same way it is now. If we 
also have spoken about that, that we have, have to take responsibility, but the main responsibility has God. Our responsibility is only therein that we know that He, whatever He promised, He will bring it to pass. And as Paul has written to the Philippians, unto the day of Jesus Christ, and no promise will remain unfulfilled. And brothers and sisters, whoever thanks, he honors God, and whoever praises him, he proves by it that he has an inner agreement and that he thanks him for that what he has done already. Then, the courage, the courage is given to us who we are expecting the return of Jesus Christ. We can really say to one another, Maranatha, the Lord comes. We just, we are going with great courage and rejoicing but in full and perfect faith we walk forward, knowing that God is with his people. And as Joshua received the revealed word and he saw the fulfillment and as he witnessed it and as the two and a half tribes had to send their people with so that the rest can possess all the land of promise. In the same way, we want to do it now, that all who are newly added, that they feel at home, that they don't think, oh my goodness, I have to follow up so much. Don't you worry. If you believe, it will be revealed to you. And we are convinced that God who started, he will also finish. And as we read in Romans, in chapter 8, that he who has chosen us from before the foundation of the world, he called us, he justified us, and he also glorified us just say now, just say what God could do more, what it has not done already. And we may belong to those who now are believing with all our hearts. And this we wish all our brothers all over the country. In Switzerland, Austria, France, Belgium, all over, Italy, all over. And all our brothers in East and West, in South and North, so that all are strengthened, so that all are comforted, so that all are edified, and that all are in great expectation have started this year in great expectation. In the absolute assurance, God will do great things. Earthly speaking, earthly speaking, just to mention it now at the end, you all have heard, Mr. Bush said, the contract in Israel has to be made 
At the end of this year, 2008, it must be made. And whoever reads then in the prophet Daniel of the covenant, of the treaty, which shall be made, brothers and sisters, day and hour, God knows. But we feel, of course, we feel, of course, very clearly how all things are finding their fulfillment in the religion, in the politics, in the church, with Israel. We just have to thank, to believe, to be obedient, and to serve the Lord, and to please Him, and also among one another, to really help one another so that all are doing good to one another and that we are witnessing an atmosphere as it was right at the beginning. When our brothers and sisters were overwhelmed of the resurrection of our Lord and were endued with the power from on high on the day of Pentecost. And there, they were one heart and one soul. And they were praying and the place was moved, was trembling. Our Lord rose. Our Lord is alive. He proved himself to be the risen one, the living one in our time. And we are just so overwhelmed that God lets us having part in it. To Him, the Almighty God, to the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, to the God of Israel, who has become our God and Father through Jesus Christ, our Lord. To Him belongs the glory and the praise now and forever. Amen. Let us stand up. Perhaps we sing the chorus just as I am. Perhaps our sisters have a fitting song. Please come. Maranatha 
Verzeihung heute, los uns Wort im Christentum, lass die Herzen höher schlagen, aller bis ein Eigentum, welche Aussicht braut des Lammes, ewig in zum Eigentum, Maranatha, selke Hoffnung, komme bald, Herr Jesu, komm. Maranatha, Trost der Christen, heute in der Zeit der Not, Jesus kommt uns zu erlösen, aus der Trübsal, Sorg und Tod, welche Aussicht braucht des Lammes, ewig hin zum Eigentum, Maranatha, selge Hoffnung, komme bald, Herr Jesu, komm. Maranatha, gürt die Lenden, halte deine Lamp bereit, breit die Botschaft seines Kommens, kräftig aus in dieser Zeit. Welche Aussicht braucht des Lammes, ewig ihm zum Eigentum, Maranatha, selge Hoffnung, komme bald, Herr Jesu, komm. Maranatha, er ist nahe, Endes Zeichen sehen wir schon, lasset warten, uns bereit sein für den Platz auf seinem Thron. Welche Aussicht braucht des Lammes, ewig ihm zum Eigentum, Maranatha, selge Hoffnung, komme bald, Herr Jesu, komm. Welche Aussicht braucht des Lammes, ewig ihm zum Eigentum, Maranatha, selge Hoffnung, komme bald, Herr Jesu, Amen. Amen. Let us sing the chorus at the other side.
May I ask who wants to be there? Amen. Amen. John was told, Come, I will show you the bride of the Lamb. And we may be then there under the redeemed multitude. Let us now, before we pray, let us bow our heads. And I would like to ask whether some are here who wish to dedicate their lives to the Lord, especially all those who are here today for the first time. You from Hamburg, you who have come with Brother Stephen and whoever is here for the first time, God bless you in our midst. Do we have some prayer requests which we can bring to the Lord? Be it salvation, be it healing, be it deliverance. Are there some prayer requests? God bless. God bless. On the cross of Calvary, the complete redemption happened according to spirit, soul, and body. We are redeemed and we may receive it by grace and we may also experience it by grace. Just believe and whoever believes shall see the glory of God. And no one who puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. No one means no one, not a single one, also you not. Put today your trust in the Lord. Take him at his word and thank him that he has fulfilled his promise and word in you. Today, we want to thank together, praying together, blessing and praising together. He is worthy. Hallelujah. Brother Schmidt, please come and pray with us. Great God, we are looking up to you. You have become our goal. We, want, we don't want to lose you from our eyes. We want to reach this treasure, having the goal fixed before our eyes, the goal before us. And so we will be crowned. Give us grace that we don't miss it. Lord in heaven, the time is near. The time is near. You will come very soon. The signs of the time speak a clear language. We don't know the hour, the day, but we see that your word comes to fulfillment. The prophecies are coming to fulfillment. Everything what you said comes to fulfillment before our very eyes. Lord Jesus, give us strength to stand firm, to escape all the things because you are receiving us into glory. Thanks be to you. Praise, honor and glory be to you, my God.
also all the requests we bring into your presence lord you know you know every request bless thou answer thou heal lord jesus save deliver we thank you lord jesus that you have brought us deliverance through your precious blood which you shed on the cross of calvary therein we are free we are sanctified and healed blessed from the riches of your grace all over the earth who have joined us today lord make us one one in your body in your church for the glory of your name hallelujah precious lord you ever faithful god as then as then the multitude of the disciples were raising their voices to praise you so we are raising our voices today to praise you we see the fulfillment of bible prophecies we thank thee for the anointed eyes for the revelation of thy word and of thy will have thine own way with thy church hallelujah 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 Thou art worthy, thou art worthy. Let us sing. Once again we thank thee with all our hearts that from near and far, from east and west, from south and north, we may come together to hear your word. And we thank you also for that, that all, all over the earth, in east and west, in south and north, can hear your word. Great God, may it time and again overwhelm us, 
that we truly can belong to the tiny little chosen flock, to the little flock where it was your well-pleasing, it, it, it was your pleasure to give us the kingdom to your disciples whom you revealed the mystery of your word and kingdom to the elect which thou hast chosen from before the foundation of the world to be your sons and daughters according to the good pleasure of your will great God to you, the bridegroom of our souls, we thank thee. Also for Matthew 25, that now the call goes forth. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. And all the wise virgins who belong to the bride church they will have oil in their lamps and in their vessels. Give us now who we are here today and all over the earth, give us not only oil into the lamps, but oil in the, into the vessel. Only vessels, holy master, but filled with your power as a German song goes. Be now with us, O oh Lord. We thank Thee once again that we can belong to the Bride of the Lamb. We witnessed how the Lamb opened the seals and the Lion of the tribe of Judah He has overcome. Beloved Lord, here we are as Your Church as your bride church, we are gathered. Thy will be done in my and in all our lives. Make it manifest that Christ lives in us. May your nature, may your characteristics be manifested in all of us. To you, the Lamb of God belongs all the praise and precious Lord with David we cry out once again bless the Lord O my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name for thou O Lord has crowned has redeemed our lives from destruction and has crowned us with mercy and loving kindness we thank thee for it also tonight you have saved you have delivered you have healed today you blessed we thank thee for it with all our hearts and with all our souls in Jesus Holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah.
Amen. He blessed us. The grace of the Lord be with you. Amen.